Welcome back. It's Dogs and Divas brought to you by Giuseppe Canine Services. My name is Jesse. And I'm Tiffany. Today is Thursday, February the 24th. we got a special guest with us. Kevin Hall with Beaverdam Police Department has joined us. We're going to interview him today and talk about what it's, what it's like being a canine handler. But, and it's uh, not as easy as everybody thinks it is, I guarantee you. So we're going to get into that and where he come from and how his life started and, and get into all that. But I'm going to let you introduce yourself real quick. Kevin, go ahead. Hey, I'm Kevin Hall. Um, been a police officer with the city of Beaverdam Police Department for the last 15 years. Uh, I guess to give you a little background, so we're in Dodge County, Wisconsin, and Beaver Dam is the largest city in the county at a sprawling metropolis of <laughs> 16,000 people. Um, <clears throat> yeah, our department, we got 30, just over 30 sworn full-time officers. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, Worked second shift my first year, year and a half there, and then jumped on the third shift train and never looked back. That's what you, you like the third shift, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I passed on day shift uh, the last time there was an opening about a year or two ago. And um, what, what exactly is third shift for people that don't know? Yeah, our third shift is 9.45 p.m. to 6.15 a.m., Nice. So, and then we have a half hour overlap between each shift where we do briefings and switch out of cars and all that stuff. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into canine uh, and and so th- those of you that maybe this is your first podcast, you know, checking us out, seeing what we're all about. What we've done in the past, we've laid out our foundation, who Tiffany and I are, and Ashley, and and what we have going for our companies in the future, and. When we got here to Wisconsin, the, we were doing a several different things, but the first opportunity we got to teach a, our very first cop class, our law enforcement canine class, uh, Kevin Hall was in that class. So we're, we're going to, that's where this is going is we're going to talk about how he found us and how we procured his dog and how he picked it and how he got the, the name and all that kind of cool stuff. But before we get there, I want to make sure everybody knows. I mean, obviously, if Kevin's been there 15 years, he's, you know, he's a little bit older. But you're not from not from Beaverdam, right? No. So I I grew up in Wisconsin Dells, which is which an hour away. Most everybody from Wisconsin probably knows yeah. that just because it's the water car, water park capital of the world. <laughs> right. Everybody um, goes there to have yeah, fun. Yeah. So I I grew up there and went to high school there and actually straight out of high school um, when I was in college. I got picked. I was able to work for the department up there as like a part-time summertime employment officer. Um, like it was called like foot patrol back then. You walk downtown in the touristy check out main ladies. drag. Check and, out ladies at 18, <laughs> 17, 19. Right? Yeah, I was, so I was only, so I was only 18 at the time when I got hired there. Yeah. And actually I was 19 when I got hired in Beaver Dam for a couple of days. Um, which, Looking back on it nowadays, I would not <clears throat> suggest that or recommend it. Um, just, and I said this before talking with you guys, that you mature and learn so much, especially becoming with the becoming a dog handler too. Right. 
is because yeah. every every time you deploy or go out and do something, you you make a mistake or you you think about something you could have done differently or something that you realized after the fact that maybe you didn't pick up on. Sure. Especially with the body cams now, you get to watch it and kind of assess the whole thing, which is easy to do when there's no stress and you're not in red or whatever. Right. All right. So grew up with dogs. Like how did, how did that, I mean, obviously we'll talk about a couple how, old farm dogs, you know, yeah, we, had, it? we had golden retriever and a basset hound as a kid. And then, um, when I was, High school, I think we got a, a black lab, did some like basic retrieval, a like, little bit of duck hunting with it, nothing duck hunting and pheasant hunting with it, nothing crazy. You and I are, I mean, obviously we're, we're several years apart. I mean, I'm, I'll be 49, so we're 15 years. I mean, I'm, I was high school when you were kicking around, pooping in your diaper still. Right. So we're, we're, we're from the, we're from the same cloth, right? We're outdoorsy hunters and that Kevin's kind of stuff. Kevin's my age. Yeah. He's young. I was in diapers too. You were, no, he, he, he was, you were already in kindergarten. So uh, simmer down there. I think slip. you got a couple of years. Yeah. Here. About five. Shush. Jeepers. Gotta just throw me <clears throat> under the bus. Boop, boop. Yeah. So the, I mean, obviously outdoorsy people like most time they like animals and dogs and that's just kind of how that plays out. But what, how did, how did, at what point did canine become a, was it when Beaver Dam had a canine that you thought maybe that's something you'd want or how did you, how did that kind of morph into, Hey, in my career, I think I want to work a police dog. Um, so the, I think my very first exposure I ever saw or knew of a, a police dog was in probably when I was in like elementary school, you know, an, an officer came to the school. Um, uh, it was, uh, Brian Landers from Wisconsin Dells Police Department with Canine Felon, and they did a, a presentation outside a demonstration sure. with, the, with the dog, and I that kind of stuck with me for quite some time. And then, uh, actually, in high school, uh, our like school liaison or school resource officer came in and you know just gave a little spiel to each class and kind of told what what the work consisted of and, and everything like that. And I, th- and he was actually a canine handler himself too. And that really opened the door for me. Sure. Um, and kind of helped me make my decision on what career path I wanted to choose. Right. At the end of high Just school. Cop in period in general, right. law enforcement in general. And then- yeah. And then when, and then when I did go through the Academy and get into all that, my, you know, my, my career goal was canine handler. I didn't, right. And say, I want to be a, uh, in a couple of years, you know, be a detective or a, a chief or anything along those lines. It was just, if I can go and do this and work patrol and do something on the streets and, and have a dog along for the ride, that would be worth it. That's awesome. Oh, that's good. Well, obviously, we got here in 2014, and one of the first things Tiff and I done in spring of 2015 was went and met the sheriff here, the Dodge County Sheriff, um, newly elected at the, at the time, at least in the tail end of 2014, that November election. Um, and, you know, we wanted to help. So we started training with the Dodge County guys and Joe and, and Taylor wasn't there yet, but Joe, Joe Nicholas and, yep. and, uh, he, Gib yep. before he took his new job. And so that, that's, uh, that's how we kind of sowed our seed with, the local guys. And, uh, and I remember actually coming over to the 
<clears throat> to the sheriff's office and meeting you for the first time when yeah. Joel, I think Joel was basically the one that kind of coordinated set set yep. this all up. <clears throat> and that's, I think that might have been when we were in the process of like looking to put this together and, and continue on with our program because we had had several dogs at our police department prior. Right. Um, that's kind of what and, I, and they're, they're looking to add, add a, a second one. That's kind of what was sold to me is it was um, um, the captain now um, who was a pass handler. Chad. Chad. Yep. Chad had emailed us and was like, Hey, we're going to put this meeting together. Hopefully Beaverdam will come. Hopefully Horicon will come. Maybe Mayville will come. We just want to talk to, let them meet you and talk about how well you have helped our dogs become better at skills. And maybe our handlers even get better, or at least more confident in the skills that both of the, you know, the dogs have. And they're at the end of the day, our goal working with those guys was not to change anything. It was to make sure they were utilize them effectively and and hopefully trusting each other like the dog trusting the handler handler trusting the dog training looked like it was very adequate and put together so the meeting was to facilitate you guys meeting us basically and just so happened you got to be there that was awesome yeah yeah and you know when they had selected or decided to go forward with a second dog at our department and i was selected for the handler position they basically said, you know, like, start doing your homework, do some research, start, you know, looking at options on what it's going to cost, where are we going to go, how are we going to do it. And they kind of left the door open there where just come back and, and we've got to go and meet some places and, and do some on-site visits and all that stuff. We'll, we'll coordinate that with you. Where did – we don't have to – Obviously, we're not going to talk necessarily about where Nate and what was it, Keener and Nate, Nate Keener and what was the dog's name? I can't remember. Blade. Blade. Yep. So Blade was Blade was local too, right? A yep. State a state dog. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I just didn't I didn't remember. Yep. The um, trainer for, for that was a previous um, handler officer too. Gotcha. So. Okay. So it was somebody local, local. Yep. Right. Gotcha. Yep. I, I just wasn't sure how that all played out. So the, it was basically we needed. The department needed somebody new, no matter what. Yeah, that was. I mean, a, a, they, a I don't think they were. Be. I don't think they were still doing dogs at that time, and they just wanted to basically start fresh or see what what all of our options were out there. Gotcha. How many places did you look into? Um. So I went around and did. I did three site tours in Wisconsin, like in the area locally. Um, and then I was reaching out to other handlers or departments that had been to other places. And I kind of had it set in my mind. I didn't think, and I, I didn't really discuss this with any of our supervisors, but I didn't really see them wanting to go and say, well, we're going to send you halfway across the country for you know, training four, six, mm-hmm. eight weeks or whatever and, right. and, and come back and be done with it. Yeah. Well, it's, those are, it's just a bigger investment, right? Sometimes when you have to go wherever that is, whether that's state A or state B or whatever, right. it's a long ways away. And, and then if you have problems, well, how does that work out? But, well, so we, we covered how you got the goal and how you stumbled upon us. And then, so that at some point you picked us, right? You picked us to do the, the, 
yeah. for, us to, for us to do the dog for well, you. So when, I, when we came out and did the on-site visit with the supervisors, um, and you showed us the property and the kennel and basically your guys' background experience with military and law enforcement. Um, it was, I, you know, I, it's, <clears throat> it's like when you were sold on, I mean, it sold on it almost yeah. instantly, but didn't want to, you know, get overexcited. Um, <clears throat> I guess just when we came out and saw, and, and saw the, the kennel and everything and how clean and organized and everything was. And like, you had a, like a structured kind of outline on what to expect from the class and the, the student manual and handbook. And I'm like this, the, he's, he's got his stuff together. He knows, you know, what he wants to do on the first week and what he wants to be able to accomplish on the last week of training. So that not, and a, a, the biggest perk is, 20, 30 minute drive away. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, and a phone call away at any hour of the day where I yeah. called you up and said, Hey, we just did this or, Hey, this happened. What, what are your thoughts on it? Type of thing. Well, there's, um, we always look at it like it, every, every next one we do. It, it, you, I guess one way to look at it is you, you built upon that. Like I'm building upon the trust you gave in us because you were number one. Like you were the first one in Wisconsin. So it was, I'm telling you what I can do. And you're like, okay, I'm a, I'm going to believe this guy. He sounds like he's a used car salesman and he's telling, he's talking a big game. Cause I, I had no one, I had no one to go talk to and, and base <laughs> right. it off of. There's nobody, there's nobody to believe. You couldn't, I could, I mean, I, other than I did it and we did it and we had done it somewhere else, but I was going to be doing it on my own from my own manual and book and memory and blah, blah, blah. But and then yeah. actually, now that we're on this subject, when you came, you brought a couple dogs to our department, right? And we were out in the in the garage, yep, in the Sally in the Sally Port there. <clears throat> and right. I gave a presentation to the supervisors, and that is what watching those dogs work and, and the the quality of dogs that you had brought in and shown us. I think that's what sold them on it. Sure. When when they actually, yep, you, know, you can show them powerpoints and talking points and slides and videos and whatever all you want but for those for those supervisors to to stand there and watch watch the dogs work and, yeah, and see was, what it was gonna what the final product was gonna look like I, that's that was the yeah that was the that was a dual the, pur- dual purpose the uh, uh, per, you know the explosive protection dog just explosive dogs that we had done for um allied universal protection services out of chicago the one there were two bomb dogs going one to, one right. was going to end up in miami and one in, yep. one enough New York. So we just, we used those dogs to demo the capabilities of detection and the, the bite work. So that was, uh, that was, I was fortunate to have that asset so that I could say, Hey, well, I'm doing it just in a different position, basically. Right. From the, the private sector to the, right. to law more, enforcement. more law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything for you, Tiff? Got some good question? Now I'm just still listening. <laughs> All right. Um, well, when did the fundraising part start? Actually, was it before you selected us, or I mean, yeah, did the, that the was fundraising that... started prior to the kennel selection. So they. And what did you do for that? 
since Eve. I mean, I remember yeah. this being like kind of all on you and it was going to be as successful as you made it. So, yeah. So, you know, like, well, so uh, let's real quick. That's a great question. And for, there's going to be a lot of people that hear this from other parts of the country and maybe even the world. Cause I we looked at some other stats from some of the other podcasts. People listen to it in a couple of different countries. They think about it. Canine. Well, they're just, it's in the budget. Like this is the only state yeah. that almost nobody budgets for it. So when we say fundraising, all of us know exactly what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. why do you have to fundraise? And then how does, what does that entail? Yeah, right? so, so that's a good point. So the city sets aside a small dollar amount every year <laughs> that goes into the canine fund or canine budget. And that's used for anything related for vet visits, um, updating equipment, going to training, paying for you know our, our certification fees, all that stuff. So smaller departments like ourselves, we have to reach out to the community to help support us and keep the program afloat. So we're doing, you know, we were sending out just letters to businesses, just letting them know what we were doing. We do a brat, brat fries every year where we sit out in front of a grocery store. You and boys sell, down south, they're selling hot dogs. Selling hot dogs right. and, and bratwurst <laughs> and cheeseburgers. <laughs> Out of a out of a concession stand, basically in front of the in front of the grocery store on a weekend when people are walking by. So when you all fuss that you don't have a dog, you can sell hot dogs and you can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we did a, a, a lot of that you're seeing now is the the hero industries, the like stuffed plush canine stuffed sure. animals, yep. Yep. and you can get those like customized with your dog's name on it or like a photo of them on the tag. Even, even that's came a long way. You used to we, be just a dog, and then now you can get their name. and Yeah, you, yeah you buy enough, and they're like, hey, we'll put all this extra stuff on there for you. But <laughs> our first order, we didn't we didn't know how it was going to take off, and we ordered, I think it was about 100, and they were, they were sold out the next day. <laughs> right. We better place another order. Um, and then, you know, T-shirts and... What else did we do for... Like, like, so for, like, Taylor... And Joe at the sheriff's department, they, they have a huge golf outing every sure. year that they do. And that's, that's their, that's like their moneymaker for their, for their account funds for the year. So every- for anyone that's maybe trying to fundraise, um, it seems like the, the golf events are most successful. And then what would you say is next? The brought fries or just reaching out to the community <clears throat> itself? Uh, reaching out to the community of doing, just, you know, like if, if a business cuts you a, a, a check and, and just wants to make a donation, just stopping by that business, letting them visit the dog, see the dog, do a photo with the dog. Just so like they acknowledge they, them and show your, they, they know they, yeah, they can exactly. look at something and say that that's, that's where their money's going. Um, so that's, that's really big. All right. So let's get back to, let's get. At some point, you picked your dog, right? Fundraising was done. You picked us, and then you picked... I don't remember what his... His name was something crazy. It's like... Boris. Boris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was weird. What, Boris. Where did Yeti... I mean, where did that come from? That was... Um, so, 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 first of all, like the... We, the, we normally let the, 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 the... 
I've had we've had departments so back to fundraising like two for two seconds. We've had departments sell the rights to the name to name the dog. Right, that's a huge. Yeah, you you give us a, enough money and we'll we'll name the dog after your a, your mascot or your business. There's been several yep. several departments that have done that. That's a big yep. a big marketing opportunity. Um, Independence. You, you didn't have to do that, but um, that's so. But still, almost eighty percent of the departments still change the dog's name. Which is which is quite fine with the dog. He doesn't care. He wants to have food, water, air, and attention. So he, you call me what you want. Just don't call me a. a don't don't call. I don't want to button. <laughs> <laughs> call me that. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> so, Insert eye roll now. <laughs> Whatever, dude. So, so the the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's obviously the 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 cooler brand. Sure. What, you named your dog after a cooler? That's what, what most people... <laughs> well, that's what they think. When Come they on, hear that name, like, well, especially around here, and yep. the hunting and sure. fishing and all that stuff. Uh, but me and uh, one of my supervisors that doesn't work on our shift anymore, we always talk about like the the Bigfoot show, right. like the, sure. the cheesy Bigfoot sh- show. show on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. um, and like... Or somebody Sa- beat, somebody's beating a baseball bat up against a tree 100 yards in the woods. Sasquatch, like, was, Sasquatch was too long of a word to pronounce <laughs> when you're yelling at your dog. <laughs> right. So, yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I just, I knew I wanted just uh, like a short one or two syllable yeah. name. I mean, you, I mean, you got to think about that too. It fits him. Yeah. It, it fits him. It's a cool name. So I just wondered what was the, if it was... Something super significant or no, just something that nothing, simple? Nothing yeah. is. It's pretty simple, and I just I thought it sounded because the really tip, Tiff is a marine. I say was, and then she gets no. Mad. She is. She so, straight but, is. Because remember, we had I had like ten marines in a row at Mattis. That was it was the oh, most yeah. ridiculous thing yeah. ever. General like, Mattis. Oh my Mad god! Dogs. There's a lot of Mattises out there. For the love of God, get a grip, folks! <laughs> <laughs> it was Mattis. I'm, sorry, I'm not, a, I'm not so, an army. <laughs> it was Mattis so I, and. I've read like a couple of like Facebook posts or art news articles or something, you know, from like other departments. And in the last six years, I've seen one, and it was very recent where the, the dog's name was Yeti. So I knew it was like unique, like not a lot of, yeah, not a lot of. It wasn't Max. Yeah. We have or, a lot or, of Max. Or Rico. We, we, Rico. Get a, we get a lot of Ricos in. Rico, Max, Drago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Storm. All right. Well, then. It, so we. I guess the next thing is is the class at a time. I was doing four weeks. Uh, it was just you and one other person, right? So Denise. I had just, just, just time to. I, I was just pounding on you and making you better. Well, and, and she I, was, and she was done. I got rid of her. In two, we got rid of her in two because weeks. Not rid just, of her, but well, she was on vacation, she, so we just we pushed her through quick. Yeah, and she. It was just the. Narcotics and tracking, yep. too. Yeah. So. yeah. so she was in and out in a hurry. Um, that was probably the fastest dog I've ever trained. I got that dog in like a Thursday, and it was ready for class on Monday. That was the most ridiculous thing ever. But she won something small. Denise, I'm sorry. That dog is not small. Have you seen pictures of that thing? He's huge. Sniper. <laughs> yeah. Sniper's huge. He's turned into a giant of a shepherd. Um, so I, I think I have – I mean, I, I feel like the class was good. But where do you think 
we're five years. So that was 2016, right? Correct. We talked about that. Spring, of, yes, like late winter, early spring of 2016. It was we started class in March or April. I know there was still some snow on the ground, like muddy snow when we when we went uh, began tracking. Right. So we so we talk about you're six years later, almost to the day, but with a with a month or two short of being six years. Um, were you prepared? Like, I mean, I mean, be honest. Like, it was. It's easy to look back now and go, "I don't know what the hell I was doing." Because no. I felt like I. That's no, how I, I mean, always talk about my stuff. But I just, I, I knew it was like the. <clears throat> I wanted to listen to you and take every tidbit of information and make it work. I mean, it was like the. I want to say like the pinnacle of my career, but I mean that's what I had worked towards. Yeah, and. Wanted to to give it everything I had. Um, I guess it, it was what I expected of the classes to consist of, um, and I feel like we worked a lot harder because I was the only I was the only one in the class. Sure, yeah. You know, towards, it was, I mean, we had, we had yeah two on one, one on one. You know, <laughs> handler to trainer ratio. Yeah, which is. Very nice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it. the, well, you, the, the attention's never off of us. Though. You know, you're, you're never looking at another, addressing issues with, a, with another team or trying to work, work someone else through some problems. But uh, it was, yeah, I mean, I, it's tough. I mean, it's nerve-wracking. There's really good days where everything's going great, and then you come in the next day and, like, you just – you know, a shit show. And then it starts I, I playing back. on you in the back of your mind, wondering what you're, what you're doing wrong, or is this, is this going to work out? Or did I, did I, did I ruin the dog? Is he, is he done? Is he going to, is he going to learn this? Mm-hmm. I, I look back, I think I'm harder. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm harder on the guys now than I was on you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause I just keep, I, I but I think you made me, I was a good teacher. I felt like I was a good teacher then, but it was more, I had to get literal because there's some stuff that oh, I yeah. said to I you. know it, yes. Because <laughs> yep. we're going to talk about that story. I we're, figured we're, it was we're... coming up. <laughs> yeah. I think it Tennis gets ball. brought up in every class. So, so, so the story is, guys, that we, 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 the way we want to teach here is I want the passive sitting. Unless you want aggressive alert, we'll teach that. But the dog's going to be passively sitting. And my overall principle, if we can, if we can at all afford it, is we don't pay, we don't throw the reward until the dog's not looking. Um, so you can throw it from anywhere, at any time, from any position, when the dog's not looking at you, and you're going to throw it overhand, over your shoulder. Lightly toss it. If you throw it too hard, it makes the dog back up or it makes him lose focus and they'll spine the odor, work to source, and then back up. And it, it, it creates confusion in the dog if you throw it too hard. But you're so throwing it at the dog. You're throwing it from, you're trying to put it to where the sources Source. of the odor is yeah. coming from. So you're yeah. trying to throw it to that drawer or to that seam or to that piece of luggage or whatever. And the dog's staring at that object or that seam or that thing. And the, the ball's going to arrive from it over his head or from his leg or wherever, just generally around his body. 
and Kevin is having some difficulty throwing it uh, efficiently and effectively. So um, I'm trying to, I'm literally saying, throw it over your shoulder. That's what I said. And so that you're not, this is a visual type medium, even though we're talking about this over the radio. So imagine the dog, you're looking and you're looking straight in front of you right now. And there's a dog in front of you. And I want you to throw that dog from your shoulder blades right at his face, but he's not looking at you. And I say, throw it over your shoulder and Kevin throws it behind his back, the opposite direction. And, and I, but he did it. I mean, that's exactly what I say. I throw it over your shoulder, but I, I'm not that freaking way. So he's, it was, uh, it, that's what I said though. And, yeah, I, and I couldn't like, yell much I because like, I had assessed my own words and I'm like, well, that's it. He even shook his shoulders when he threw it over his head. He's like, okay. And no, I was like, I guess, guess we're trying something new today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, well, here we are. We have, we literally can't say it like that. No, you numb knucklehead over like a baseball over. Yeah. Okay. So it was, <laughs> I have to be, I have to be think a little bit learned. more clearly when I say words, yeah. but graduated quite fine. What was, yeah. what was that experience like? When- oh, it was emotional, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. Just to, to know that all the hard work had paid off for the last four weeks and like it was starting to set in that this is the new reality of my career. Sure. So, so to let people know, we, we, we do provide a, you know, at least a certification to our standard. We train really, really hard here. And so we provide a, a, an internal certification that is way higher than a national standard, but we also offer the opportunity for uh, American police canine association to come in and Rich Ryan was here that day on the Saturday mm-hmm. to uh, to to administer their certification, and you passed it with flying colors. And that was that was when he said you were good. It was yeah, it was pretty powerful. I, I needed a second to catch myself, uh, <laughs> yeah, and just to kind of share that moment with the dog and yeah. know, that. That's what's nice. You've bonded together for so long, and you have such a, a steady routine for the four, five weeks, whatever for training. Sure, you know it's you're both totally wiped at the end of the day, and just yeah, want to want to mentally go more than anything, relax right. and sleep, and, and have your your own quiet time together, so that I can't speak for everyone. I feel like I got really lucky with the way as easy as it went to work him and train him. Sure. Um, and then like transferring over to the home life, but he's sleeping all night. You get up, you, you're getting ready to leave the house for class, go out, break, get in the truck or put the collars on, get super excited, knows he's going to be able to go to work, go to do something fun, put him in the truck, come out, work all day, go home, repeat. And it's just to get that, that cycle down where you just have a steady routine every day. And then you know, the, then the bonding time comes, if, comes with that as well. If we didn't mention it yet, he is a, is a Czech shepherd from, I mean, he's a German shepherd from the Czech Republic. That's yeah. what, I don't think we even highlighted that earlier. Um, 
tell everybody this. You know, we're not going to name people's names, right? But tell them your your like. So that Friday before, so Saturday was the certification, but Friday you. I, I turned you loose at noon or something and you went to the department and kind of let everybody see the dog. And then, and then you, you thought I was setting you up on that first traffic stop. Yeah. No. So we, yeah, we came out and certified in the morning and then I still had like four hours left of my work shift that I had to complete. Sure. So you're like, well, you're good. <laughs> See, uh, maybe it was the following week we were doing Rich's certification. Yeah, it was because it was something weird. Maybe we had some yeah. different timing, right? But anyway, we yeah. were we were we were done and good to go. So I'm like, okay, so yeah, go back to the, de- the department. It's you know like one o'clock in the afternoon. Shift change, showing showing them around to some some of the management and telling them like, hey, we're we're good to go now. Um, so I went out and worked. The, I had my uniform on from certification we did some photos or something sure yep and uh like i'm go out and work the road and see what we can do and it was it was my first stop i i was doing on my own i wasn't backing someone up it was just car come by me grab the plates and it was they were suspended or suspended expired something like that and I go to make a U-turn on the car, and he just psh, takes first right, takes the next left, and he's first car out of out of cops. He's trying to school. He's dodging. He's trying to dip you, dodge you, yeah. And so I'm calling it out, and he, he goes down a dead end road. And by the time I get there, the car's sitting there with the the door wide open, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> get the dog out, we're gonna go find this guy, and. I remember opening the back door to get the dog and my hand was shaking. <laughs> I was a little jacked up and, sure. and the adrenaline dump, but I was like shaking so bad. I, it was tough to hook the leash, leash, up, right. leash up to his yeah. collar. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. Like, <laughs> like we just left the kennel an hour ago. So we, we take off through a couple houses and I, I got him just on my six foot, you know, and he's just running alongside me. And we cross the next block and we get into it's a, like an industrial business, like with a bunch of farm implementary machines. And I don't even know why I chose to go that way. I just thought it was like the path of least resistance where sure. someone, someone would go to. Right. And uh, we get through that and there's just a big wide open field and it butts up to the the river and there the guys out there running like <laughs> hundred yards ahead of us through this wide open field. So I started yelling and just giving them commands and I'm like, am I really going to, I can't cut my dog loose for this. You know, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, they're going to think, uh, yeah, I didn't know what they would think if that happened. Something like that happened on the first day. Anyway, verbalized this guy and he, looks back and he sees us there and he just throws his hands up and drops to the ground. <laughs> okay. So we did a little, we took him into custody and debriefed a little bit and talked to him. I said, why'd you, you were hauling through that field. Why'd you, he goes, I, I looked back and I saw that dog. I didn't, I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> cool. So, so that was, I mean, first apprehension, first, I mean, the first, first hour out of class, hour and a half yeah. out of class. That, that would have, that probably would have been, 
depending on department policy, maybe justified, but maybe not. But who knows? But yeah, look. Well, yeah, looking back at it now, I was like, yeah, no, no way. <laughs> but like the the the, the deterrent, right, know, sure. the, the visual presence. Yeah. That's that's all I needed. So sure. But it would have been, even if it would have been, that would have been hairy for the first few days. Like, what are you doing, Kevin? You just yeah. got here. You yeah. just got this dog. <clears throat> that would have been bad. Uh, but so you, a lot of success, though. I mean, detection wise, yeah. he's been really good. We won't and, talk about any any other apprehensions, no, that, you know, but no, but um, detection, he's been really first, good. Our first two years were just, I feel like it was nonstop. And I, I think it's because, um, you know, they're first of all working my the, the shift that I was on. There weren't a whole lot of other dogs available or like in our area. I mean, there were there were a couple, but like, well, this kind of kind of huge. Those of so those of you that are not from Wisconsin, they like in Georgia. I think we had two hundred and sixty eight counties or something crazy. It was I mean, a, a large number of counties. I think it's in the two. It's in the two sixties. I'm almost certain 250s 260s um there's what in this state this is 60 or 50 it's not I mean, it's not it's not a lot so you're these counties are these counties are 900 square miles they're they're, yeah, they're, they're ridiculously big so big. you could have nine dogs and they they could be 45 minutes away no problem easy yeah so our our first two years was we were very we were consistent, getting used, getting called all the time, um, getting getting good good fines, um, and then you know like word started getting out. Everyone knew that don't come that to, the departments don't, don't come to Beaver Dam, not just our department, but like you know then all all these other departments now are are jumping on board. Sure, um, with you know the sheriff's department then is they. They retired a couple dogs and, and transferred over a couple dogs, and uh, Joe and Taylor both got dogs from you, and we were working the same shift at times, but we're not always working. Our, our rotations aren't the same, but we had a good coverage of all the dogs in the area. Then. Sure. So we had, uh, we had Horicon, Mayville, Lapan. Watertown. Lamara got one for a minute and now they yep. do again. So. Yep. so yeah, they're on their second one. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we had two and two from the sheriff's department. So yeah, we were very fortunate, I think, as far as like always trying to have a dog available or a phone call away if needed. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so I, I told it, I told Everybody on the last podcast I was doing that I, I was going to ask you this question, so I'm going to ask it now, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Okay. You, did you hear it? Did you listen yeah, to I, it? I listened to it yesterday. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, yet he's got some years left. Like he's probably three or four, five years, maybe. You know, who knows? He's yeah, he's, he's seven. seven. So he, he's got some time, right? But maybe let's say he's got three. You going to do it again, or you're done? So I, it's probably one of the most common questions that I get asked is. Um, when, how, how much, how much longer has he got left and are you going to do it again? Sure. And it's, it depends. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like drive wise and, and health wise and performance wise, there's not any issues you know, it, with, with you. 
or with him? With him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Um, no, but he's, you know, he's never, he doesn't, no, you know, major illness or injury or surgery or anything sure. like that. We, I just, I just, I just, I know it's a lot of work. It is. Right? And you're not a newlywed anymore, but newly married. And then, so you, yeah. you, the dog ties you down some. Yeah. Right? Um, so, so th- I guess the, the things that I'm always worried about is how, if, if he retires and I bring another dog, if, first of all, if, if the department, you know, allows to continue with the program sure. or the, the fundraising and the, the funds are still available. Right. Um, and then, you know, they I would assume they had a handler selection that they'd have to go through again. Um, so if it came down to that, part of me thinks, well, it would be <clears throat> easier because I know what to expect. Sure. And I know the mistakes that I made this first go around and I can address them Easily or earlier, earlier, quicker. Yeah, yeah, earlier with the dog and yourself and whatever. And then you know, I I think how is that going to affect him bringing another dog into the picture? Are they going to be able to coexist? Is there going to be tension between them? Issues. Um, So that's. We'll just get you a female. Would you would you would you feel bad about taking another dog to work and leaving him at home? Right. That's, yeah. yeah. And I, I guess I, mean, I've, I know a couple handlers that have, have had multiple dogs, and I've, I've never really you know, heard what what their experience was with it. Um, that and I just I feel like I got lucky with the the ease that it was to to train him and, and adapt him to the home life, and it's like there's yeah, another dog. There's no guarantee that. <clears throat> Things are going to go that easy, and then is it going to, you know, frustrate me or you know not not necessarily live up to my expectations? But you know, it, the, the challenge of it is is nice. Yeah, you know, to watch to take that dog on on day one, and then at the end of you know your first initial training or even the first year, and reflect back and look at how far you've come. Like that, the challenge of going through that is very rewarding. Um, so I, it, it all depends, yeah. you know, and ultimately, I mean, well, there's no, it, it might not be my decision either. Sure. So. It's always fair. I mean, yeah. it's, that's fair. Just, yeah. I just, it's always, yeah, I, I got, I had the opportunity to work multiple dogs, so it, I didn't, I never really got a chance to do a full seven or eight or nine or 10 with one, right. Especially mm-hmm. when the military programs we were in, we were always switching for, for multiple different reasons, we had to switch. Um, so I, I, I got attached, but not to the point to where the law enforcement guys, you know, it just it, it's a little different, right? I, and I think, too, if, you know, if, uh, I guess, just hypothetical, he comes to sudden injury or illness and is no longer here. Yeah. Like, and it's sudden. Like, absolutely. Let's, let's get. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Right. Let's get another one up and going and and replace it and fill that void. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then if, yeah, I understand that mm-hmm. 100%. Let me ask you this. Um, this was your ultimate goal. This is your career goal. Looking back, is it is it what you expected it to be? Like, is this 
what you had pictured and envisioned it yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very <clears throat> rewarding and you get to, it, it's a lot of extra work, both at work and training and then at home. Cause it doesn't end when, you know, <laughs> right. you take the uniform off and, and you have a couple of days off. I mean, it, it doesn't end then. Um, he's still there with you and you're caring for him and working with him and making sure that you know, he's, he's ready to go. But you get, well, Chelsea, I, get I get involved Chelsea in a lot help, of Chelsea helps a lot. She gives him massages and <laughs> Oh yeah. She, she's, yeah. <laughs> There's probably a couple nights where he'd rather stay at home with her. <laughs> yeah. Getting <laughs> massages and turkey treats and <laughs> spoiled. Um, and, and obviously I have to thank her for, you know, all of, her love and support and she's been with me through this from the very first day we were at the kennel yeah. and, and, and saw him. Um, so she's helped mold him as well to, she might be heartbroken he more than you when this is over. I don't know. She's well, I mean, she, yeah, she, but she always, she'd be happy to have a dog at home with her all the time. Yeah. I know that. Mm -hmm. So unless it was sudden, then she'd be, yeah. she'd be wrecked. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And that's expected. Everyone would be, yeah. but, um, no, it's if it's like I said, it's it's a lot of extra work and it's very rewarding. Um, we get to we get involved in a lot of other calls or assists from other agencies um, that you know, if I didn't have a dog, I probably wouldn't be a part of. Um, and just you know, like watching the dog work and then finding something or reading the dog and, and knowing you're, you're, you're close on a track or in, he's in order or something. And then, and then finding, finding a person that's very rewarding. And you can look back to the first day that we started tracking or you know, detection or whatever it was and, and how it's come full circle. Sure. I'm going to close out with one question just cause I'm curious and I want you to be, I want you to be honest, like super honest. Take, take Yeti out of the equation, take, um, take us out of the equation, the relationship we built together. Did you make the right decision using us, using our kennel? Like, cause you, cause you've been to, you've been to Willeka, you've been to other training events, you've been, you've seen other teams work. Did, did we, did you, you feel like you, are on par with everybody else? You feel like you're better? I mean, we're never better, right? But do your the teamwork that you have with your dog, or you feel like you're as good as everybody else? Yeah, I mean, it's where you the whole you experience has totally lived up to to my expectations, yeah. and um, you know, that's obviously we're not gonna, no one's gonna be perfect and succeed every time they deploy. I will. It should be. You should always strive to challenge ourselves and the dog and, and our wits so that we don't succeed and we can get better. Right. That's the, that's the whole point. But right. I just, just, I just want to, I'll try to challenge myself to challenge you guys and not get stale either. I think that's why I'm harder now than I was with mm -hmm. you on these, on the newer guys, even though they're, they're a little bit more challenging to teach. And I think like coming back and doing the, the maintenance training after you know, you've, you've had some experience and, and been on some calls or deployments, 
and you can be, Hey, this is, here's what happened. Here's the, here's the scenario. Here's the call. Here's how it ended up for us. Let's, let's break that down in a, in a training scenario, excuse me, and, and work through it or, or see if we get the same results or better. Sure. If that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, we always, you know, we just try to strive to do the best we can and, and be as good as everybody else. Yeah. That, that's, that's a goal. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't have any regrets about, you know, taking this journey, the path, this took. path. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And we're also, we serve uh Yeti's, we serve as his boarding facility when Kev has to go out of town, Kevin Chelsea. Also his professional grooming staff. <laughs> Any diet and nutrition questions as well as medical. So that's one. Those are all the other services we also provide to. I mean, we're always here no matter what. I mean, I know Kev has sent me a picture of a lump and bump and scrape. What's this? And we're here. I mean, that's what we're we're for. Um we have obviously the law enforcement games coming up, which you've competed in. I don't think I have your registration yet. Yeah, you do. Okay, I emailed it to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you participated in uh, one of our law enforcement games. Did you get some trophies? Uh yeah. Um, it was the second one. So the the first games that you did was, um, I think I was a, a judge. Yeah. I ran yep. the narc scramble because I, I you had back. You just hurt your back. I thought I can't remember. I don't know. Um, but then, yeah, then I got to compete at the second and third one, and yeah, we we did very well um, at the second one. Got a handful of trophies and overall, championship overall, belt, overall championship belt. Yep. That's what I'm trying to get yeah. out of you. Own it. Yeah. Own what well. you did. It's a big accomplishment. It yeah, puts it all your training, everything you've done up to this point, and you were top dog. That's it. That's something to be proud of. Yeah, it was very rewarding, um, no doubt. Uh, and it's nerve-wracking, too, for those whatever, two, three days because you don't know. Don't know how you're doing. You don't know how you're doing. <laughs> you don't know. Well, some of the other guys, you don't know how they're doing. Yeah, um, and you can yeah, you think, talk on the side and compare notes or what you saw or what you found, and but it, until the until it's all wrapped up and over with, no one knows. Yeah, I know because I'm keeping score. But that's one thing I you know I want to touch on. Some people are not wanting to come because maybe they haven't trained as hard. They don't want to, you know, be embarrassed or anything like that. So, but yeah, like so, my first year I went to Aleka, I was very like timid and scared and nervous. Cause I was like, I was like, all these, all these guys here probably have a lot more experience and know what they're doing. And I'd only had the dog for not even a year. Um, but I realized very quickly with the, the everyone's there to learn, right? You know, no yeah. one's there to, to make you look like an idiot and tell you that you're not doing your job. Right. Yeah. That's where wow. we're supposed to make mistakes in training so we right. can fix it. Right. So, you know, that's that's an open invitation to anyone who wants to come to our, our fourth annual law enforcement seminar. I mean, we want, even if you don't have a dog trained from us, we want you to come. We want to learn. This is time for people to network, problem solve, troubleshoot, you know, just learn 
other ways of doing it. Sometimes just watching someone do it different helps drive home why you're doing it the way you do, or you can change yourself or change a technique to make yourself better or the team better. And ultimately that's what Jesse and I are here for is just to make successful teams and bring, bring people home to their family at night. So, um, I'm, I'm glad though. That's good. I, I mean, and it's better than any training day that you're going to have with your, your own local training group or, or department, because you walk in here and for three days straight, it's just, from station to station to station and the the decoys are already in place the odors are already in place the the venues are already set up and the 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 scenario descriptions already established it's you just show up and they give you the directions and you go and you do it there's and then and then you maybe get to sit back and watch a couple other guys do it depending on the venue but it's it's very fun and enjoyable and it's not easy but it's it's easy to it's easy training reps to get in yep for sure where you, you guys do it all have it all set up and ready to go for us so and then also if there's something you're not training to you can at least see you know from the scenarios we've created what you need to work on and maybe where you and your team could be lacking so you have the ability to actually get better just by watching we're going to close out the show real quick. First of all, I want to say thank you for uh, for participating and agreeing to do this with us. It was important yeah, for sure. Important for me to. Uh, we're going to. I want to highlight as many handlers and other trainers as we can because this it's not about us. It's about you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone has an experience or a story on. Yep. Where they where they came from, how they how they ended up here, and how they're doing you know today sure looking back on it absolutely i've talked to a country music artist matt snook in the last couple of days he came out a few a few years ago and sang at our battle, battle buddy buddies. event. yep he he's wrote a song it's all about them and uh he he's given me permission to play that so we're going to play it just a, a few snippets of it so if you want to buckle up for this here for a few minutes and there's about a minute of it let's check it out Hold your goal to protect what's right Would you leave your home, go into the night Can't hide behind cardboard signs When you're stuck Nice work, Matt. That's a that's a powerful song. If you're uh, interested in hearing the rest of that, look him up. It's a it's a good song. 
and that's what it's about. It's what we do this for. It's all about you guys. So I appreciate it. Appreciate you talking to us. We're going to close this up. For Dogs and Divas, my name is Jesse. I'm Tiffany. Good, Kevin. Tell everybody bye. See you later. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>